This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. And the title of this message uh, uh, today is Love Came Down. And I got that from Pastor Sandy because uh, I had originally planned for her to minister today. She didn't plan to minister today, but she did have a title. And so we kind of compromised. I said, well, you know, uh, she pressured me over a title. Uh, There's always a pressure for a title. Uh, And uh, I just want to talk, but people want a title. And... um, uh, a title helps us to connect, I suppose, but you know, uh, by Tuesday you'll forget what the title was. So Sin's title was Love Came Down, and it was a wonderful thing because it, brought, it took me uh, you know, on a, a path. Uh, but my title would be I Was Just Wondering. Uh, so anyway, this morning I woke up, and the, the question was, said, you know, you know, Lord, this is... You know, this time of year, I, you know, I just, there's this, there's this call on the inside of me uh, that's happening, uh, you know, to come closer, uh, to come up higher, to go deeper, further, however you want to measure uh, that thing. And it's just the working inside of my want to, inside of me. And, uh, uh, and, now, don't misunderstand me now, you know. Uh, I know that some of you might believe that we come here on Wednesdays or, you know, whatever other times during the week and on Sundays because we have to. Um, you know, uh, that's not entirely true. We come mostly because we want to. And... Uh, so I was wondering about my want to, but I was also wondering about y'all's want to. And uh, you know, I I I'm a man, so there's a lot of things, you know, except by the gift of God. We do have insights into people's uh lives, sometimes in details, most times just in general. But you know, the Lord just started out, said, I want you to enjoy today. And he said a few things uh uh to me. But then he started talking about uh, my want to, but he also talked about your want to. And um, uh, but uh, so I want to talk about that today. I want to share something with you out of Galatians three, uh, of Galatians four, and verse four and five. It's first, you know, God wants to show us His want to. <clears throat> but when the time. Uh, arrived that was set by God the Father, and God sent His Son, born among us of a woman, born under the conditions of the law, so that He might redeem those of us who had been kidnapped by the law. Thus we have been set free to experience our rightful heritage. Father, uh, thank You today for the Holy Spirit, and thank You for His work among us to uh, show us truth and to... Reveal the truth to us. Show us your heart. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Give you all the praise and glory and honor for it. Now, this time of year, we celebrate, of course, Jesus' birth and picture him as a baby born of a woman. But we need to also realize that he grew into a man. 
And think of this, God in a man. God in a man. That was the plan, you know. Jesus uh, was God's new plan for man. Uh, And the Bible says the purpose in sending him at just the right time was to redeem. That word redeem would mean rescue, to recover uh, mankind. He said that was under, uh, under the law. Let's turn over to Hebrews, the 10th chapter. We're going to read a few scriptures today because I believe that, you know, probably God can speak better for himself than anyone else. And uh, it is the word of God that uh, he, the Holy Spirit hovers over your life. He's always hovering over your life, you know, waiting for God's words that are spoken uh, to bring those words into uh, a working action. You know, these are working words, aren't they? They're not just for hearing, are they? They're for doing. And the first doer of the word is the Holy Spirit. And so uh, he's going to do what he wants to do today with these words. In, in Hebrews 10, just want you to read. The, the, it's, uh, just want you to hear what I'm reading to you. Just listen. Uh, this other message Bible, somewhere around verse 16 and 17 um, of, uh, uh, excuse me, 6 and 7 uh, of... Uh, Hebrews chapter 10, it says, That is what it is meant by this prophecy put in the mouth of Christ. You don't want sacrifices and offerings year after year. You prepared a body for me for a sacrifice. It's not fragrance and smoke from the altar that whet your appetite. So I said, I'm here to do it your way, O God, the way it's described in your book. He went down to say this, said, This new plan I'm making with Israel is going to be written, is not, isn't going to be written on paper. It isn't going to be chiseled in stone. This time I'm writing out the plan in them, carving it on the lining of their hearts. You know, the old plan was a law plan, and it was, we could say it in simple terms, it was a I have to plan, the have to. But the new plan is a love plan. And it was, and at the, at the essence of it is the want to plan. The law made demands on our life and requirements of our life, and it required that we have to. Uh, the love uh, actually, you know, uh, puts a different level of demand on our life and requirement on our life. It requires that we want to. Now, Hebrews uh, um, that was 16 and 17, the last one that I read. You know, love came down and he lived among us and he showed us the Father's way. The same love told us a story. I want to read over in Matthew uh, the It's going to be the 21st chapter. And Jesus is speaking here. He said, tell me what you think of this story. Is it, is it, uh, is it important to God what you think about what he tells you? What he tells us is what he wants, is because he wants us to know something, doesn't he? 
but we have. To, but he also wants to know what we think about that. Do you remember when, uh, you know, when uh, Jesus said, "You guys have been on Facebook and uh, Twitter today. Uh, you've you've got, you know, twenty four seven news and all that kind of stuff. You, uh, what's everybody saying about me? <laughs> Who do they say I am?" And, you know, we probably could, uh, you know, within our circle of uh, friends, so to speak, and our likes and all that kind of stuff, right, you know. But it's when he says, okay, now, uh, you know, uh, put the cell phone down and you tell me who you think I am. Because it's never going to be powerful for you until it's personal. Tell me what you think of this story. A man had two sons. There's so many. There, there's, 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 some, there's these stories that Jesus told. And there's a lot of them that, that contrasted uh, two sons. But in this story, he said there were two sons. He went up to the first and said, son, go out for the day and work in the vineyard. And the son answered, I don't want to. But later on, he thought better of it and went. The father gave the same command. Oh, I thought it was a request. The father gave the same command to the second son. He answered, sure, glad to, but he never went. Which of the two sons did what the father asked? One translation says, did what the father wanted. And they said, the first. The first. Well, the first son did what the father wanted. Why? Why did he do? Oh, why? The Bible says uh, here Jesus is saying, well, at first he didn't want to. But then he thought better of it. He changed his mind changed his mind. The first message of Jesus was, change your mind. It's amazing how much competition there is for your thought life during the week. The Bible says that the fool says in his heart, there is no God. Well, you know, uh, one one translation says, another says, has no thoughts of God. No thoughts whatsoever. There is no God, so there's nothing to think about. <clears throat> you know, more than a story, it was his story, wasn't it? Jesus is telling his story here. You know, in Luke's Gospel... I want you to turn over there and see verse 22. Pastor, why do you talk about these things? You know, because I have an opportunity. Not, not, it's a very slim window of, of your attention that I have for just a very limited amount of time every week to try to move the marker. I would not go anywhere and sit under a man that's not trying to move the marker for my life. I, will, I refuse to hang around fools that are self-satisfied, that are absolutely self-satisfied. 
are you listening? And will not move the marker for themselves and will not demand that I move with them and, and move the marker for myself, for himself. <clears throat> now, Luke 22, verse 41 through 44, we see this storyteller showing us what he was telling us. It says, leaving there he went as he so often did to the Mount of Olives. The disciples followed him. When they, You know what a disciple is? It's somebody that follows Jesus. It's not somebody that just says, Lord, Lord, and then doesn't do what he says. It's somebody that follows him. Because we're seeing his example. Are you listening? Hebrews was the words that were put in Jesus' mouth. Jesus said this of himself. Actually, the prophet heard the prophet say that before it was ever in the earth. It was in the heart of God. And from the heart of God, it came into the heart of man. It was spoken in the earth. And when Jesus was on the earth, he read it in the book, the same book that he stood up to read. He found it was written of him. And he said, he said, uh, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He also said this. He said, you didn't want the law. Your new plan was a better plan. You wanted someone that wanted what you wanted and was willing to actually go do it. So you prepared me a body for, for a sacrifice because that's what you wanted. You wanted to be in man, not just with man. You wanted a reality, not just a religion. Religion says, I have to, but reality says, I want to. Relationship. All right. Uh, when they arrived at the place, he said, pray that you don't give in to temptation. Uh, you know, uh, why, do, why do men fail? Why do people fail in uh, life? We give in to temptation. Yeah. Well, you know... Uh, um, and, and now let's see, you know, uh, you know, there was a guy that came to Jesus. He said, listen, I don't cuss. I don't, you know, uh, chew. I don't run with women that do, you know, da, 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 da. You can make up your own rules where religion is concerned. Isn't that right? That's what religion does. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, but Jesus always deals with the want to. Jesus always deals with, yeah, but, you know, let's talk about, you know, uh, let's talk about where we're really at. Uh, and why we, how we give in to temptation is that we don't pray. Prayer is this. We don't, we're, we're, not, we're not wanting to spend the time with him. We want to spend the time with someone else or something else that is a temptation only. Are you listening to draw us away and distract us from the time with him? Amen. It's, it, it, it is a pull on our want to. And the truth of the matter is, is that we actually do what we want to do. You know, that was freeing for me to, this morning. The Lord says, you know, he goes, folks are funny. Folks are fickle. Folks are feckless. He said, but folks do what they want to do. Just like you do what you want to do, son. He goes, folks do what they want to do. He said, if you want to draw near to me, you do that for yourself. He said, they, you know, but they're still going to do what they want to do. And, and that's why we came. Uh, we saw that in, the, uh, in Galatians. He said, he, said uh, uh, he came to redeem us 
so that we would have the freedom to receive our inheritance with him. The first freedom he gives you is you're free to choose what you want to do, and we do. Anyhow, uh, he pulled away from them about a stone's throw, knelt down and prayed, Father, remove this cup from me, but please not what I want. What do you want? We see the storyteller showing us what he was telling us. The first son did the will of the father. He didn't want to, but he thought better of it. And he did it. You know, the blessing is in the doing. It's not in the knowing. I heard that. I know that. But do you do that? Because the blessing is in the doing of it. <clears throat> Religion just, it just requires that you know it. That you heard it. But that you don't do it. Amen. But a relationship, you know, uh, Miss Sandy had plans for me this Saturday morning. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, for us to have some time together. And, um, you know, uh, we, there were just different things that took place late at night, different things. And so uh, I thought I was being sensitive, you know, letting her sleep. Uh, but apparently... You know, uh, I missed my opportunity and my uh, moment. And it wasn't about what she wanted to do. It was about her and I being together. Amen. Uh, so it took a little while, almost until that afternoon, until I took her for a little little drive. She's better than a beagle dog. I'll tell you, take that girl for a drive and everything's all right. Amen. <laughs> so I, I know that. So immediately I said, first thing morning, I said, listen, uh, I, because also I... You know, I just wanted to. You know, we. Uh, you know, I cooked her some uh, uh, roasted lamb on the grill and a bunch of vegetables, and then uh, took her on a ride. And then I told her, I said, "Listen, you know, this next week, uh, um, you know, I have every morning because I'm not going to come pray for two weeks here. I'm actually going to take two weeks off. We prayed for 50 weeks. Uh, I think two weeks that everything will be all right until next year." Uh, but uh, I said, we've got, I said, you know, we have the whole week, every morning, the only one I want to be with is you. Amen. After Jesus, of course. But uh, we do what we want to. And that, what she was upset about wasn't that, you know, it was, it was a question of if you really wanted to, you would. If you wanted to, you would make time for me. You would do what pleases me. Amen. All right. Um, you know, Jesus, this is the lesson. Jesus said, uh, I know I don't have to, but I want to. Let's look at Philippians uh, 2 and verse 5 through 11. Are you all okay out there? Ham always makes everything better. Or, you know, cake or whatever it is that you like. It always makes everything better. Everybody say, I'm going to be comforted. Oh, because I'm going to have some comfort food. But before you get too comfortable in that, let me challenge you where this is concerned. Jesus said, you don't just live by comfort food alone. But by every word that streams from 
the mouth of God. A stream is a uh, is is not you know you can't put it in a canteen, carry it with you, and it goes you for three months. It's it's running water. What God is saying, we live by what God is saying. Living water is a daily thing. Amen. Steady stream of the words that are coming from God's mouth. <clears throat> Funny thing about God is that there's this, just this want to where he's concerned to live face to face with us and that we would actually, you know, his mouth would be something that's not far off, you know, some voice in the distance, but it's from his mouth we see what he's saying to us. Amen. We actually see it at the same time that we hear it. Philippians 2, 5, uh, and we're going to, uh, uh, 2, I'm going to read from verse um, number 5. It says, think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to all the advantages of that status, no matter what. I don't have to. The status with God, I don't have to, but I want to. It says, no, not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status. What makes you like God? You have a free will. You can choose. That's what makes you like God. You can choose. Angels can't choose. Devils can't choose. Are you listening? They're commanded to obey. We are commanded to obey, but you don't have to if you don't want to. All right, having uh, and took on the status of a slave, became human. (laughs) Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process, but he didn't claim special privileges. The funny thing about humbling processes is that we want to claim special privileges during that process. Well, I don't deserve this. I shouldn't have to go through this. If you really love me, God, why is this happening to me? i got to move forward, amen. Uh, Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion, because of that obedience, the obedience that was not You have to, but the obedience that came out of because he wanted to. God lifted him high and honored him far above, far beyond anyone or anything ever, so that all created beings in heaven and on earth, even those long ago dead and buried, will bow and worship before this this Jesus Christ, the one that didn't have to, but the one that wanted to. And they'll call out and praise that he is the master of all to the glorious honor of God the Father. You know, because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him. You know, he said this about Jesus. This is my son, the first one that did what I wanted because he wanted to do it, to praise me, to please me. And in him, I am well pleased. Can you hear that? Can you, can you hear Uh, those things in this. You know, God's message is this today. This is something that, that, you know, I mean, 
you know, uh, I thank God for uh, that in the dark. Have you ever been in the dark? You know, a little after midnight, you know, all the lights are out. But I got a little lamp on my desk and, you know, and God's wanting to talk. And this is what he said to me. This is God's message. He says, I want those that want me. I want you to want to. I want you to want to as much as I want to. Second Corinthians 6. And verse 11 uh, It says, Dear, dear Corinthians. But he could be writing to us. Isn't that right? These are letters to the churches. So he could say, Dear, dear passion people. I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open, spacious life. We didn't fence you in. We didn't force you. We didn't tell you you have to. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives and live openly and expansively. Don't become partners with those who reject God. How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? That is not partnership, that's war. Is light best friends with dark? Does Christ go strolling with the devil? Do trust and mistrust whole hands? Would you think of setting up pagan idols in God's holy temple? But that is exactly what we are, each of us, a temple in whom God lives. God himself put it this way. Now, I'm going to remind you now, I didn't write this or rewrite this. This is the words of the Bible. This is, this is the Lord's will and his way. These are his words. He said this. Uh, God himself put it this way. I'll live in them. Isn't that the new plan? He said, I'm not going to write it uh, on the outside on paper. He said, just give you a note and, and expect. He said, I'm going to write it in you. I'm going to carve it on your heart. Can I give you a picture? You know, uh, uh, I remember when I was going with Sandy, you know, I carved in the barn somewhere there. Uh, you know, and we'd do it sometime on the tree and it have a heart and it would go B and S. You know, God's carved in your heart me and you. Doing life together. Because we love each other. And because we love each other, we want to. You know, love is not required. Love is wanted. I could, uh, you know... uh, God just wants to know that we want to. He, he, he wants us. He wanted us enough that love came down. And aren't you glad that love keeps coming? Doesn't give up. Wants to win you over. Wants to persuade you. So that you'll believe that love. You know? He doesn't require us to love him. He wants us to love. You know, on Friday night, Sam said, I have plans for Saturday morning. And when I didn't do, 
it meant I didn't show. So it questioned what I really wanted, what was important. Rightly so. <clears throat> Philippians, uh, let me finish reading this. He says, I'll live in them, move into them. I'll be their God and they'll be my people. So leave the corruption and compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. Now, you know, I'm not going to stop there and, you know, say a lot of things. I mean, the Holy Spirit's well capable of that. There are people that will pollute you. And let me tell you what they'll pollute you with. They don't want to. I'm not, I refuse to be around people that don't want to because I want to more and more than ever before. And I'm going to be around people and follow people. I found that when you're looking in that direction, there's a whole lot of folks that want more and have more. And they're, and they're willing and gracious to allow you to follow them as they follow the Lord. What an invitation. Amen. <clears throat> I'll be a father to you. You'll be sons and daughters to me. The word of the master. Seven and one. With promises like this to pull us on, dear friends, let's make a clean break with everything that defiles or distracts us, both within and without. Let's make our entire lives fit and holy temples for the worship of God. What? Such words. Amen. Wonderful words. Would you agree? Romans uh, 2 uh, I know some of you are saying, is it almost over? Eternity's a long time. What are we going to do for eternity? Love God. Love one another. Spend time with Him. Spend time with one another. Well, here in heaven, we're going to have a job, and that's what I want to do. Your job is to love God. And to love one another. Because you want to. Amen. Romans 12. I need to turn over here. A um, lot of scripture today. Are you okay with it? Romans. Uh, the idea is that if the jury's still out in your life. Well I don't know if I want to or not. I'm, I'm, I want to challenge you to think better of it. And while well, the jury's. Uh, you know, uh, before it goes out uh, for your life and you start uh, making yay or nay decisions, I want to present as much evidence as possible to persuade you, if we might persuade anyone uh, today, to move a little further into want to and a little further away from uh, have to. Amen. Twelve. And there's a measure for your life, you know. I mean, has your relationship with God got down into the have-tos? Or does it get you up every morning and keep you going all day long and lay you down at night? Are you listening? You know, a want-to. Your want-to responding to his want-to. Romans 12, 1 and 2. So here's what I want you to do. Are these the words of the Lord? Now it's just Paul. Well, you know, uh, I can't help you. Because the Bible is either the word of God 
or it's something else. Are these the words of God? So here's what I, your father, want you to do, and I'll help you. God helping you. Will God help us? Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, the one you're living, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. And here's the thing. Most Christians live unthinking lives, so we just fit in to the culture, and we're accepted. You're just like one of us. And we try so hard to be like one of them. Now listen, God just told us, he said, come out from among them and be separate so that, are you listening? And, and, and be different from them so that they see a difference because you want to. Be like me because you want to. Be like me because you want to. Not because you have to, but because you want to. See, we are doing what we want to you know, if, if, you know, we're just doing what we want to do. All right. Uh, in, now, listen, it said, instead of, of fitting in without even thinking, without the, engaging in the process of the renewal of your mind, without the renewing of your mind, there's no transformation. You're just a Christian, but you're a worldly Christian. You're a carnal Christian. There's no difference in your life than there is in their life except they're having more fun. Quote, fun. Amen. You know, I'm just doing everything I want to do. And you don't, you know, I, I did all that. I don't want to do all that no more. I mean, you know, you can have all the fun you want to. This is way more fun living than dying. <laughs> way more fun with Jesus than it was with the devil. Way more fun with good folks than it is with other kind of folks. Hmm? Honey, way more fun, it'd be way more fun with a man that loves you, you know, uh, when you're, you know, uh, uh, when you're, uh, Lord help me say this graciously. Since I know it's not going to come out right. Oh, uh, you know, uh, that loves you, you know, uh, uh, before it all starts sagging the dragon. I mean, honey, you know. I mean, you want one that's going to go with you the whole way. Because it's going to all sag and drag. I remember, I remember thinking in the middle of the night, I thought, you know, boy, what a prize you are. Don't look in the mirror now. You know, you used to be so young and fit and strong and, and you know, attractive. And, you know, you thank God that girl stayed with you all this kind of thing. Because... It just ain't that way no more, amen. She started out wanting to, and, you know, she don't have to, but thank God she still wants to, anyhow. Praise the Lord. Now fix your attention on God. What, what, what has your attention? It's what you think about most. It's what you give your life for most. That's what has your attention. It says that, God's not going to fix it. We have to fix our attention. Some of your attention's been broken, distracted, looking at something other than. Fix your attention on God. And here's the promise. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. 
unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings out the best, the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity uh, in us. Change from the inside out. Everyone say change from the inside out. The best the world hopes for it thinks if it changes it, it's, you know, if it, if it just has a change of its money, if it just has a change of relationship, if it just has a, uh, you know, this, uh, the outside will change the inside. No, the inside is what changes the outside. That's where real change starts is from the inside out. Amen. Stop fitting in and come out from among that. Draw near to God and you'll, you'll see that change begins to happen in your life. God kind of change. All right. Um, one more scripture, all right? Can you stand one more? This is going to be uh, um, Philippians 2 and 13. I'm not going to read it out of the message. I'm going to quote it to you out of this is a, just the Living Bible. Um, case you've been wondering. Just in case you've been wondering what's what's working, what's been happening uh, around your life. Because I know God is faithful. Even when we're not faithful, he is faithful. Now, at some point in time, you're going to have to realize it's the faithful man or woman that's life is filled with the blessing. Amen? At some time, to be like God, you're going to have to develop some faithfulness to God and some faithfulness for God in your life. <clears throat> That's it. That's it. To experience the blessed life, you're going to have to, you're gonna, it's going to have to commiserate with your faithfulness to God. You're going to have to become a faithful person. It's required of a steward that, uh, that they be found faithful. Before God gives you anything more than what he's already given you, he wants to see if you're being faithful with what he has given you. Amen. Faithfulness is what God's looking for. Not because we have to, but because we want to. All right. One more scripture, and then we do. In case you've been wondering, Philippians uh, uh, 2 and 13, it, it begins with this. It is God. Just in case you've been wondering, like I've been wondering, it is God. Everybody say, it is God. It's God. What? What's God? God is working in you, giving you the desire, the want to, and the power to do what pleases Him. What a gift, what a grace gift that when we don't, because, listen, that, that when we don't want to because we've taken liberty, we say, I don't have to, so I don't want to. God says, go work in the vineyard for a day. He said, I don't want to. Think better of that. Think better of what it is that God's asking you to do. To do. To do in the rest of this year, lining up for next year. Think better of what it is that God is asking you to actually do. Because there's no blessing apart from the doing. It's God that's working the want to, but he said, but now, listen, listen, before you have the want, before you can have the power of it, you've got to have the want to of it. If you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the fat of the land. Jesus said, I'm not just willing, I will be obedient. Uh, uh, it's the one that's willing 
and then obedient. You may start out that you don't want to, but think better of it. Think better of it. Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, I'm going to end this with this. Uh, and we're taking all of my time today. Because I, we only have one service, that's it. And we're done. Um, we preached this Sunday or so ago about uh, God asking us what we want for Christmas. What do you want? So graciously has absolutely just said, what do you want? That's what I'm going to let you have. Whatever you want. I wonder what God wants for Christmas this year. We all know what we want of God. I wonder what God wants of us. I wonder what God wants of you. That would be your gift to him. What we want him to do for us, to do for us, would be his gift to us. But wonder what he wants us to do for him. Wouldn't that be our gift to him? And doesn't love give gifts? Love gives. Love gives. Amen. The measure of love is in the giving. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a change from the inside out. I pray for a change from the inside out. I thank you that you're wonderfully gracious to us. That that you want us to want to. I pray that you never give up on us where that is concerned. I pray that we are not be willing to disqualify ourselves. But that we'd be more willing to qualify more than ever. Not because we have to, but because we want to. Not give you more because we have to, but give you more because we want to. Live lives that honor you. Live lives that glorify you. Live lives that are prospering so that you are magnified and people see your good pleasure in our prosperity. Because life with you is the best life that there is. You bring out the best in us. You grow us up and we become like Jesus. It's the most wonderful thing. And it's the best thing we can do for you out of what you've done for us. And it's the best thing that we can do for all of those that we love and that are watching our lives right now. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus, I pray. Uh, And sow this seed for change uh, today. Now listen, I'm going to tell you, I have, uh, I have, you know, I have such a strong want to, in particular for many of you, all of you, but some in in particular, even more than others. And uh, history has taught me this, and uh, um, and experience has has taught me this that that uh, uh, that uh, it's always from the from the ninety nine that the attention and the want to goes towards the one. Are you listening? God wants all of his children 
but he particularly has a strong want to for those that have wandered, or those that are, that are not where they need to be. That when he starts counting, they're not among those that he considers safe. Are you listening? So he goes looking. I'm so glad God has not left me to my own wanderings and wanderings, but God goes looking. Now listen, be careful this uh, today and from here on out especially, you know, for it is God that's working inside of you to bring change from the inside out. It is God that's trying to get you to want to. Some of you are in have to. You've, you've fallen far down. You only come sometimes out of obligation. Uh, you override all of these things. And you could be spending so much. Have, you could be, you're settling for so much less than the more that God wants to give you. He wants to spend every moment with you. Be with you all the time. You would never have to pray, Lord, be with me in a special way. Because you'd realize how special uh, His being with you is every day. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.